Yo, Big D back, and uh, you know it's uh May thirty first, but uh it's time we start all the visional breakdown on the Big D podcast before bringing Alice to talk everything Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. I've uploaded a couple YouTube shorts. <laughs> you could see you could see me um. Trying some hills on the bike. Also, a fun YouTube about fabulous Florida. Also, check out the Big D podcast for the audio listeners on Spotify and Apple. So, joining us to talk AFC West, Alex. So, Alex, I can't believe we'll we'll do it on the Vigilant Breakdown now. I know, man. It's it, it's crazy. It's it's first off, it's great to be here. It's great to be back on the show as always. But um. Yeah, no, I mean, I first off, I, I also set, well, I guess second off now, I really got to shout out the t-shirt, Dylan. Um, on Miami Heat, they sure made it difficult in that uh, in that Eastern Conference Finals. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, all that matters is, is uh, getting that fourth win and they were able to get it done. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm happy to see you representing. I've got my Miami boys, you know. Wrong sport, but we're talking football. So uh no, I'm 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 pumped. You know, I gotta get through the finals, the NBA finals before I can super dive into the NFL. But you know, I figured I could spare a couple weeks here and uh you know start really uh working up this uh divisional breakdown with you. Dang it. I should have I should have worn a Florida Panther shirt then. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's a great start to the year for South Florida sports, obviously of uh, Florida, uh, Florida in general really uh, showed up in the uh, in the NCAA uh, tournament. Uh, now we got two eight seeds in uh, the NHL and the NBA making the finals. So you know what that means. Miami Dolphins are next. <laughs> not not until they run to the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course. Right in the uh, AFC Championship game. All right. So uh, speaking of AFC Championship game, one team that has hosted the AFC Championship game. What is it? Five straight years. Five straight years. The Kansas City Chiefs. I hear I hear the Chiefs are okay. They've got that Mahomes boy, Travis Kelsey, Andrew Reed. You might have heard of them, right? Yeah, you know, you've heard a thing or two about the Chiefs over the last couple of years. Um, I mean, there, there's not honestly, I think it's there's not much to say about the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, there was obviously the question marks last offseason, you know, uh, shipping Tyreek Hill down to Miami. And and would Patrick Mahomes look like the same Patrick Mahomes we've seen without Tyreek Hill? I think uh, him and Travis Kelsey have pretty much proved to everyone, uh, everyone that watches football at least, that, uh, you know, they can still come. They can still ball. Andy Reid is still – he's still doing his thing up there. So, you know, the, the Chiefs, I think, have one of the fewest question marks in the NFL. I think as far as things I like about the team, I mean, I've pretty much just pretty much just said it. I mean, you got Andy Reid leading the way. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Travis Kelsey. You got Isaiah Pacheco. Um, you know, you've got some real talent in Kansas City. And uh, it, do- it doesn't look like they're going away anytime soon. And I think we can pretty much sa- uh, be safe to assume that they'll be uh, – the favorite for the AFC West this season and uh, probably one of the favorites to come out of the AFC as well. When I look at the Chiefs, what I look at the Chiefs, what do they have? Great ownership, great general manager, great quarterback, great head coach. How many teams are great with owner, GM, coach, and quarterback? Not many. There's always something fishy. 
Yep. I mean, and what the Chiefs did last year, they proved you don't need a great wide receiver. Yes, it helps if you have a Jamal Chase, a Kukla Cup, a Justin Jefferson. But when you have the best play call in football, the best quarterback in football, the best, maybe the, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's too soon to call Travis Kelsey maybe the goat of tight ends, but maybe the best pass pass catching tight end of his era or any era. That's all you need, and you can turn C plus B minus receivers into productive. I mean, the Chiefs don't win that Super Bowl without Juju Smith making plays. Sky Moore catching a couple of deep touchdowns. NVS. Yes, even uh, trying to think. Didn't I mean the Chiefs prove that? And one thing I like about the Chiefs, the cheap offensive line, even with losing the Orlando Brown, the Chiefs offensive line is really young, particularly in the middle, middle with Tooney, Humphrey, and the like. Right the cheap offensive line is going to will give Mahomes all the time he needs. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's just, it's a testament to Kansas City, like you said, from top to bottom. I mean, it's just a, it's a well-run organization. It's a well-coached team and the players aren't too shabby themselves. I mean, last year, you know, the team got worse on paper and everyone had question marks about it. What do they do? They go on to win the Super Bowl. As far as this year, as as opposed to last year, not much has changed roster-wise. Um, you, you know, I think player, player-wise, player we're going to see a pretty similar team. We're probably going to see similar, you know, uh, gameplay styles and, and everything. But the fact that they got worse last year and still went on to win the Super Bowl, you know, it's, it's the, as I mentioned earlier, they're going to be one of the top favorites to, to come out of the AFC this year. Um, you know, they've got... You know, you, you win the division, you always got to look at the schedule and see, you know, what other division winners you're going to be playing. You know, they've got some tough opponents. They're going to be playing the Bills, the Bengals, the Jets, the Eagles this season. But, you know, if you're a Chiefs fan, you're not worried about any team in the NFL. You know the Kansas City Chiefs can be any team in the NFL. So it's just a matter of showing up on Sunday, which we know Andy Reid will get them uh, prepared to do. So it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's it's there's really not much to talk about when it comes to the Chiefs. They're, it's a well-oiled machine. And uh, until Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid leave, we're not going to be seeing the Chiefs going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, no teams, no teams repeated since the 0304 Patriots quickly. Can the Chiefs repeat? Can they? Yes. Will they? No. Hmm. Very interesting. Interesting indeed. But uh, any any final thoughts with uh, Kansas City, or we think it's time to move on? I'm ready when you are. All right. I think we should uh, ship it over to the West Coast of the country, probably lead to uh, maybe pro- I'd say the second most interesting team in the division, the L.A. Chargers. Uh, you know, obviously uh, with, um, you know, things didn't necessarily work out the way that they wanted to last year. They finished in the wild card spot. And uh, went on to blow a twenty-seven nothing lead and uh, to uh, bring a uh, much quicker end to their season than I think they expected. What do you uh, What do you see from the Chargers this offseason? They've uh, from this offseason. What do you see uh, looking forward ahead to the regular season? Wait a minute. Who Who did the Chargers blow that twenty-seven nil lead against? Uh, you know, some Florida team. Wait. Which Florida team? Because all three of them made it, and only one of the, and only one of all teams won. 
your Florida team, Dylan, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thank you. Okay. I mean, I think the Chargers are going to be a very fascinating team. They're going to be very interesting because everybody's going to look at how that team responds after blowing a 27-0 playoff lead, the lead, but Justin Herbert's one of the four or five best quarterbacks in football. I mean, he's 6'6", 230, run like a deer, throw, throw a hose. I mean, Justin Herbert feels like he could be in that Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow category. And uh, I really like what the Chargers did getting uh, the offensive coordinator from the Cowboys. I feel like the Chargers are going to throw the ball this year, so I th- think Justin Herbert's going to take another step this year. I don't know about the Chargers wide receivers because seemingly Keen Allen, Mike Williams are always hurt. I do like the L.A. getting Quinton Johnson. Rashawn Slater will be back at left tackle. Austin Eckler is seemingly who now all of a sudden is healthy and scoring touch and scoring touch on a ridiculous rate. But the Georgia defense has got to be better. I mean, Brandon Staley is the defense coach, and they've got to be better on defense. I mean, they've got to have Joey Bosa, Kalia Mack, and JC Jackson. Um JC Jackson and uh who's the uh, safety for the bolts? Duran James, thank you. Mm-hmm. If the Chargers stay healthy this year, that's a team that could end up in Las Vegas. I don't mean playing the Raiders. I mean representing the AFC. Yeah, you know, you, you make some great points. The, the Chargers are an interesting team this year. It seems like the Chargers have been an interesting team every year, obviously, since they drafted uh, Justin Herbert. Um, I never have faith in the Chargers because uh, a big thing that you mentioned is uh, is the injuries. And, you know, with all expectations, you assume that these players are going to come back healthy and, and ready to go for the season. But I swear I've never seen a, a, a National Football League team that consistently has an injury bug like the San, like the I almost said San Diego Chargers, like the LA Chargers do. I mean, it seems every preseason, every offseason, every um, you know, training camp, we're seeing a an LA Chargers star go down for the season an injury. I mean, it's happened to Derwin James. You know, it's happened. Keenan Allen was dealing with the injury bug all last season. You know, it's 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 something that I don't know if it's the training staff. I don't know if they've made changes to, um, it, to the training staff or the medical team. But for some reason, the Chargers are always dropping their stars to injuries. And that's the biggest thing I think they have to overcome this season. You know, there was a lot of talk around Austin Eckler in the offseason. Uh, he, he originally, you know, requested a trade. It was looking like the Chargers were going to move on from him. Um, which I think would have been a big mistake because he's he's one of the most dynamic running backs in the National Football League, obviously with his pass catching ability and just his ability to make guys miss. So I think keeping him and uh, you know at least holding on to him for a season is going to be huge for them. Uh, Justin Herbert, you know he's a great quarterback, but he's got to have his receivers healthy and he's got to have you know that option out of the backfield to be able to dump it off when he has pressure and and you know if his receivers aren't able to get open. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's tough. The Chargers are a tough team to, to predict. I can't see them coming really anywhere close to the, to the chiefs. I don't think they're going to give the chiefs much of a headache, uh, when it comes to, to winning the AFC West this year, but I think they've pretty much got the number two spot in the division locked up. I, I think, you know, we'll t- obviously talk about the Broncos and the uh, Raiders, uh, shortly here, but, 
you know, I, it, it, the Chargers are a team where they're exciting, but it just seems like something always goes wrong with them. So it, it gives me a little bit of a, a little bit of a pause to really have too high of expectations for them. But, you know, they've got talent. It's, they've got a very talented roster. And, you know, if they can do what they haven't been able to do in the past and stay healthy and really have the majority of their playmakers play the full season, they have the potential to make a run. It's just they're – they're unfortunately their big brother in the division isn't going away as we just mentioned uh they do have a history with an injury bug i love what you mentioned about the offensive coordinator so i mean their their play calling last season was was horrific at times uh i gotta put some of that on brandon staley but you know it's not it's obviously not all on him uh as you mentioned he's a defensive minded coach but they've got the playmakers on both sides of the ball they have the opportunity they've got the great quarterback to really make a run it's just being able to put all the pieces together which is something we just haven't seen from the chargers yet in the justin herbert era is this a year your guess is as good as mine i have to say they're probably going to be a wild card team um and what they do in the playoffs is really just up to uh you know how healthy they are and, and uh really being able being able to win when it counts I mean, I think Helen Moore also hopefully will get the most out of Justin Herbert because seemingly, I mean, for some reason, the Chargers were throwing the ball 27-0 last year. And I'm like, why didn't they just give Austin Eckler 15 screen passes? Yeah, it's 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 a straight – like I said, the Chargers are a tough team to predict because it just seems like they have everything going right and they still somehow manage to mess it up. But – you know, I, I've knocked on the Chargers a lot in the past, but they're a good football team, and they've got the talent. It's just really being able to put all those pieces together. You're only saying that because you know when Miami season starts in September. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole other story. But we're not at the AFC East yet, Dylan, so. <laughs> all right, Alex, uh, from L.A. to, Los, to uh, Las Vegas, where the Raiders are making noise, and not for good reason, because – you seen uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's injury bug hitting again? Yeah, that's definitely not what not what you want to see as a as a Vegas Raiders fan right now. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You've got to say you've got to say more of the Raider accent. That's definitely not what you want to see as a Vegas Raiders fan right now. Thank you. You're welcome. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's got uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's got another foot injury. I don't know if it's related to the one he suffered against your Dolphins last year. But is Jimmy G just injury like in the quarterback version of Mike Williams or Darren James? Yeah, I mean, if his uh, if his health record was as good as his uh, looks, then you know he. I think. Uh... Jimmy Garoppolo would be a, a much more successful quarterback in the NFC in the NFL because uh, you know he's got that GQ look down, but when it comes to staying on the football field, that's a different story. Uh, also, first off, I missed what I, I missed what you said at the end of that Chargers segment. Uh, I just want to bounce back to that really quick. Yes, the LA Chargers will be starting the season zero and one. That's a given. Uh, they will lose to Miami Week One. I will lock that in as of today, May thirty first. But moving back onto the Raiders, um, it's. The Raiders are a mess. Uh, I think, you know, it's crazy going into last season uh, and talking about the AFC West being the AFC best and uh, how quickly those events turned. You know, they've gotten worse. Uh, they've they've downgraded a quarterback uh, going from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo to whoever 
will be starting week one for the Vegas Raiders at quarterback. That is yet to be determined if, if, if this, uh, you know, injury sticks with Garoppolo. They obviously left, lost one of their biggest playmakers in uh, Darren Waller as he went to the New York Giants. Uh, so whoever the quarterback is, you know, I think the number one talent is also uh, unfortunately left the left the uh, Raiders organization as far as pass catchers go. You know, Josh Jacobs had a career year last year, but there's only so much, uh, you know, he's not he's not a young buck anymore. You know, uh, the shelf life on running backs is not uh, as high as uh, obviously other positions in the league. It's just it's a team that that screams six and 11, five and 12 record for me this year. I don't really see them competing with anyone other than the bottom half of the NFL. It's just there's nothing about that team. There's nothing about that roster that really does anything for me. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for Raiders fans, I think you might uh, have another very uh, unfortunate uh, uh, NFL season this year. You think Devontae Adams could end up could end up traded? Because, I mean, if Jimmy G is showing the Raiders have to trade or sign a quarterback, he'll bring Tom Brady out of retirement because he's part owner of the Raiders, or potentially part owner of the Raiders, but... Is there a chance the Raiders, if they're out of contention here, trade Adams? I mean, I think there's a chance that Devontae Adams takes a look in the mirror, takes a look around his locker room and says, I'm not playing for this team anymore. And and you know, whether whether you know Devontae Adams is is traded by the owner's choice or by the owner being kind of strong armed by Devontae Adams, I mean, if I'm one of the best receivers in the NFL, I don't want to be on that route that roster right now i'm I'm looking at some i'm looking at some contenders maybe the buffalo bills who uh you know i i know that they've been you know in the dalvin cook actually not probably not the deandre hopkins deandre hopkins sweepstakes um you know it's uh i don't see why it uh, it definitely looks like a possibility to me you know trades in the nfl are always tough especially in the middle of the season you know, it's it, it's a league where, you know, fortunately we have seen some more trades kind of come to fruition around the deadline, but it's not something that, you know, we see necessarily consistently throughout the league. It could happen. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. And like I said, I mean, if it does happen, I think it's going to be more of Devontae Adams just wanting to get the heck out of there. Yeah, and plus, and plus you're the Raiders. I mean, maybe the Raiders tank and get in the Caleb Williams, Drake May sweepstakes. Absolutely. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. You may as well get your asset or get what you can for your biggest asset. Uh, you know, you're not going anywhere this season if you're looking up in the division. And, uh, you know, it's you got a couple quarterbacks coming in next year. Jimmy Garoppolo is not the answer long term. I think everybody knows that. Uh, I think he might be a Band-Aid on the uh, on the uh, hole that Derek Carr has left in the uh, in the quarterback room in Vegas. It's just it's a franchise that I think. Um, you know, a rebuild is probably something that that would benefit them. They obviously have the stadium. You don't necessarily want to be rebuilding when you when you created this this atmosphere and this kind of destination stadium. Obviously, they got a Super Bowl coming in as well. But it's just there's nothing about the team that really shouts stands out to me other than, uh, you know, Josh Jacobs and, and Devontae Adams. And I think Max you know, Crosby. So, what was that next Crosby? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I, I did forget Max Crosby there, but still, either way, it's it's not enough talent across the board for them to be contending. You may as well get get what you can for your assets while they're still worth something. 
Um, I'm surprised they didn't move on from Josh Jacobs this offseason, but you know, he's uh he's gonna be running the rock for him unless something changes before before preseason. And uh, you know, it's just it's not it's like I said, it's not a team that inspires me. I think it's a team that screams five and twelve records. Some of the player they've got some talent on the roster that'll squeeze a couple wins out of there. They're not gonna be, you know, fighting for the number one draft pick, I don't think, but they're definitely not gonna be contender for the playoffs. Yeah, I think the Raiders are going to be in this cell in the AFC West. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's one team we haven't quite talked about yet who uh, I think might be uh, battling with them for that title, but we'll get on, we'll get into that in a second. All right, so uh, moving on, the one team we have yet to talk about in this AFC West division, as I just mentioned, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Big change, uh, notably the biggest change of the offseason for them was uh, bringing in a replacement at the head coach position. Thank uh, goodness. Thank Nathan goodness. Isn't coaching that team anymore. I know. Nathaniel Hackett has been uh, – I, I there has been many an episode throughout last season of you just dogging Nathaniel Hackett. So I know you're happy to see him moved on. And uh, it's tough to replace him with a better coach than Sean Payton. He's obviously got the track record – um, obviously, you know, with the success with Drew Brees over in New Orleans, I uh, took a took a step away from the game for a little bit, and, he, and he's returning with the Denver Broncos. There's some talent on the team, but Dylan, I mean, what do you what do you see? Uh, what do you think Sean Sean Payton's roster can bring in this season? I've got one question for you: What Russell Wilson are we going to see? Because we get the Russell Wilson from t- 2012 to 2021, the Denver Broncos could be a playoff team. If we get last year's Russell Wilson. Uh, he won't be the quarterback in the Denver Broncos next year. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. I mean, it really comes down to him. Um, We obviously did not see the Russell Wilson that we were used to seeing or that we expected to see last season. And, I mean, that's really the name of the, name of the game when it comes to the, to the Broncos. I think, you know, the upgrade at coaching is a huge factor and it can go, you know, a certain level, but coaches aren't playing the games at the end of the day and your your quarterback is the guy who's really affecting the game more than anyone else and uh you know it's it's like you mentioned i mean it really comes down to which version of russell wilson we see i've always been a fan of russell wilson i'd like to see him do well but um is he at the point in his career where he's past it i mean there's only one way to find out and that's watching these 17 games this season yeah and i'm and i mean I think what Sean Payton will do is make it a more disciplined team because we saw the Bronco team make so many mistakes, not having returners, screw up special teams, screw up field goals. Sean Payton's not going to take any of that crap. He's not going to. He's not going to let Russell Wilson run the team. And. What I think what I think will also be key for the Broncos this year is can they stay healthy? Because it seemed like everybody got hurt for Broncos last year. Devontae at Williams towards ACO, Garrett Bowles, uh, Tim Patrick towards ACO. The Broncos were decimated with injuries last year. It was just I mean, we'll find out whether Nathaniel Hackney was the worst coach second worst coach. Hired last year behind uh, the worst coach hired last year. 
B, we'll find out if Russell Wilson's watch and see if everything goes well. The Broncos feel like they could be a playoff team. They've got a lot of talent. Judy, Sutton, Dulcich, good, good defense. Even at difficult division, I feel like the Broncos can be in that wild card mix. Yeah, I, and it's it's very valid. You know, they did get beat up by injuries similar to the Chargers last year. You know, losing Javante Williams was a huge uh, burden for them because obviously, you know, Russell Wilson wasn't having the season that they expected him to have. And and Javante Williams was running the ball hard at the beginning of that year. And, and, to, and to be able to lose and to have to lose him and play the rest of the season without him. I mean, we know the talent that Javante Williams brings to the table. And if he's fully healthy coming back this season, I think that it'll definitely go a big, uh, you know, a big way towards their success as well. You know, they didn't have a first round pick this year. So with those injury concerns, you know, you, I'm sure that Sean Payton and the, uh, and the, and the rest of the Broncos staff would have loved to be able to, uh, to maybe fill some of those injury concerns with, with some good either depth or, or even a a plug-in starter, you know, from the first round, but you know, it, trust me, as a Dolphins fan, I know all about uh, not having draft picks this year, and uh, I'm pretty confident in what, what we're bringing to the table. So it's I think the Broncos are definitely going to be one of those one of those spotlight teams to watch this season. It's just that there's there's so many different variables that go into it, and there's so many different results that, you know, we could see from them this year. And uh, I definitely think they'll be one of the one of the most interesting teams to watch in 2023. Which young player are you excited to see in the AFC West this year? Young player I'm excited to see in the AFC West. I mean, we were just talking about him. I'd love to see how Javante Williams bounces back. I know we just spent some time talking about him, but he was so electric. I mean, everyone knew when he came out of UNC that, you know, he had the talent to be one of the best running backs in the NFL. It was just a matter of of converting that to the NFL. I mean, everyone knows that about the difference in speed and, and, you know, he's not, it's not like he's coming from the sec or anything like that. Um, so, but he proved it, he proved his worth in the NFL and it, and it was really unfortunate losing him. So I'd love to see how he bounces back. The The running back position is tough enough as it is. Um, and then to be able to have to come back recovering from an injury is never easy, but you know, the fact that he's young, the fact that, you know, he's got, it's not like he's he's going to the year six or year seven where his knees are, are, are given out or anything like that, you know, definitely helps him. But, um, you know, I, I definitely think Javante is a big player to watch. And, and I've loved watching on the flip. I'm sticking in the same team, but flipping on the other side of the ball. I've loved watching Patrick Sertan play play football, man. You know, obviously, his old man and his old man was pretty good for your Dolphins. I was just about to say, obviously, you know, I have the the hometown connection there. He's actually coaching the Dolphins uh, on the defensive side of the football now. Um, but um, you know, he he he's a great you know PS two. He's a, he's a great he's a great cornerback. He's a great ball hawk, and uh, he's been a blast to watch watch his rookie season. I'm excited to see what he does in year two. Give me give me all the Quinn and Johnson this year from a rookie from TCU because. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Quinn and Johnson. How are you going to stop the shoulder offense? I mean, don't don't give them any injections before the football game. Just talk to Tyrod Taylor about that one. But I mean, the the Chargers might as well just play just play a basketball game with Mike Williams and the and Johnson, right? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it, it adds an ele- an ele- an elephant. It adds an element to the offense that uh, you know should be fun to watch. It's just. 
you know, obviously, you know, Herbert can, can get the ball to him. It's, it's as long as they're healthy enough to be on the field. Is what, it looks like what it comes down to for the Chargers. But, you know, they've definitely got some talent. I think it was a great addition, uh, especially, obviously, with, with Keenan Allen not getting any old, or not getting any younger and not getting any healthier by the looks of it. But uh, I think it's time to move on. I think we've uh, kind of hammered out these divisions as best as we could. And uh, we're going to lead into a segment that uh, is one of Dylan's personal favorites. We're doing trivia. Uh, you know, you know, we had to. It always comes down to Dylan and I trying to stump each other in a trivia question. So we've got some AFC West trivia today. And uh, would you uh, how would you like to do this? Dylan? you want me to hit you with something I got or do you want to? All right. I don't know if you have anything prepared for me, but I got a couple questions for you. So we'll start. Uh, which one is? Yeah. You're such a football encyclopedia, Dylan. It's always tough pulling up trivia questions for you. These questions sound difficult to me, but I'm sure it's something you'll get right away. Uh, I I want to know, Dylan, one of these teams in this division, a specific individual player has broken a record back quite some time ago. Not, not too long ago, but quite some time ago. And that record has stood ever since. And I want to know, Dylan, who... Which player, and obviously he, he played for uh, an AFC West team, which player broke the record for the most sacks in a single NFL game? Uh, Derek Thomas. That is Derek Thomas. Can you tell me how many sacks he had in that game? Seven. Can you tell me what year he, uh, he uh, broke that record or held that record? Uh, 90. You are too good, Dylan. And can you tell me what team he broke that record against? It wouldn't have been the Bills, right? It was not the Bills. Hmm. Let me see. Uh, you're on the right. You're, you're guess, I'm, I'm talking about the team that we're talking about. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you're on the right side of the country. Um. Wrong conference, though. Giants? No, I'm saying the a the AFC West. You're uh, that. That's a bad clue. Uh, it's a Western team. It's a team, and don't think Western. Well, yeah, it's a Western team. Oh, Seahawks. Yeah, it was the Seattle Seahawks. Derek Thomas holds the record for most sacks in a single game with seven. This came during the Kansas City Chiefs win against the Seattle Seahawks in 1990. Good job. You have another one? I do have another one. I wasn't sure if you had one for me, but I'll hit you with this one. There has been one team in NFL history, and you got a one in four shot here. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to dig in to see, you know, I think you'll obviously get the answer, but I'm going to add a couple layers to it to see if I can stump you. There's been one team in NFL history who have started a season 0-4 and went on to make the playoffs. What was that team? I think that was the 2008 San Diego Chargers. 2008-2009 Chargers. Well, you got the San Diego Chargers right. The year you are not very close on at all. What? What? That was a Denver Bronco year where they choked away the division. I said 2008 Chargers. Not according to the information I have at hand, which I have checked on multiple sources to make sure it's correct. What? 
Come on. The man. only team in NFL history to start a season 0-4 and, and go on to win their division. I might have misphrased that. I don't know if that changes anything for you or if you would have the same answer, but I think I said go on to make the playoffs. And I meant to say the only team in NFL history to start a season 0-4 and, and go on to win their division. I'll see you in the 08 and 09 Chargers. The information I have in front of me, Dylan, is the 1992 San Diego Chargers, who started the year 0-4, went on to finish the season 11-5. They won the AFC West, beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the wild card round, and went on to lose the next round against a team who I'm curious to know if you could guess. Miami. The Miami Dolphins. <laughs> All uh, right, Alex. Not with the Super Bowl. That's enough. All right, Alex. So ultimately, the Chiefs have won the AFC West seven straight years. Is this Kansas City's division, or will anybody top them? No one's stopping the Chiefs this year. They're going to win the division. I I did say at the beginning of the episode, I do not see them winning the Super Bowl this year. I think uh, it's time for someone else to get a chance. Hopefully a team in South Florida. But um, they they will win the AFC West, uh, and I think they get knocked out in the AFC Championship game. Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, give me Chiefs kingdom. All right. Perfect. Well, all right, so uh, Alex, thank you for uh, discussing all things AFC West for me. Uh, we will have more divisional breakdowns as we head into June, July, and summer rolling. You can hit, you can almost hit, hear the rain hitting my window. Exactly. We're one down, seven to go. You know what it is, baby. Fins up. Let's go, Heat.